Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Monetize Everything podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to cover exactly what you should consider doing, whether you're looking to become a generalist or a specialist, and what that means in your business, and what does it mean for your long-term business and your sanity. You don't want to miss this because many of you are looking to get into the online business world, specifically into coaching and strategies and social media and things like that. So we're going to touch on this topic and we're going to definitely help give you some clarity when it comes to deciding what particular area in the niche that you should be looking at doing. So stay tuned. This is the Monetize Everything Podcast, a place where people just like you can learn how to build wealth, improve personal finances, and start an online business all online. Now, here's your host, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, George Pitts. All right, everybody, welcome into episode 12. In today's discussion, we're going to be talking about what you should be considering yourself as when you're getting into the online business space as a service provider um, or as a, a brand. So let's talk a little bit about this. So in the online business space, there are so many different ways to make money. And there's so many different ways that you can actually um, get into a particular niche. Um, you could start a digital ad agency. You could start a social media agency, a social media management company. Um, you could do business coaching. You could do uh, branding. Uh, you could do lifestyle coaching, relationship coaching. There's so many different areas of that. But then you got to think about the niches. This is where the term niches comes from specialist, right? So to kind of give you a good contrast, think of a physician, okay? You've got a family physician. This is where you go to when you got a cold or a headache or anything like that. You take you or your kids or your family to the family doctor, okay? You go in there, you got a general problem, they see you, they take some vitals, they give you some medicine, write you a script, and they send you on your way, okay? That is someone that, that sees you for several different things. You might go in there for a headache one day. You might go in for back pain the next day. You might go in for, uh, you know, allergies one day. You, you know, I mean, it just you can see that doctor for just about anything. Right. So that's more of a generalist, right? A family medicine doctor. They 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 see um, they're not really devoted to any type of specialty, so to speak. They see you for uh, a wide range of things, and then they might send you off to a specialist if it gets outside of their area of expertise. Okay, so to kind of break this down to give you a really good idea as to how niches work and why the more specialized you are, the more money that you can make. Um, a family physician average pay is around $227,000 a year. That's not bad. It's almost a quarter of a million dollars. $227,541 to be exact is the average salary for a family medicine uh, physician. Now, you have, a, you have other type of physicians out there that are more specialized, right? So let's take into the case a OBGYN, right? That's a, that's a very specialized area of medicine. OK, so you're not going to go see an OBGYN for some very common things. You're, you're going to see an OBGYN uh, pertaining to 
uh, women's health and in and, and areas in that, which I will not be going into on this podcast. But we, we all know, you know, it's 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 a highly specialized area of medicine and OBGYN. Their average salary is around three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars a year. So, you know, roughly almost one hundred thousand, about ninety thousand dollars more than what a general family physician makes. Right. And then if you want to go even more uh, specialized, you might even look at someone like a, an ENT, which is an ear, nose and throat doctor. You know, they're going to send you there if you're having some issues with your tonsils. Uh, maybe you need to get your agnoids removed. Maybe you're having some uh, drainage or you're having some some throat issues or it's hurting to swallow or different things like that. They're going to send you to uh, an ENT doctor. Right. And so an ENT doctor, you just can't go and schedule a, a, a appointment with them. You got to be referred to them by a general practice physician or in this case, a family physician. Uh, and um, a ear, ear, nose, and throat doctor, their average salary is $369,000. So that's about $140,000 more than a general practice physician or a family physician. So the more specialized you get, the more in demand you become, and the more money that you will make, as well as the less you've got to actually advertise, right? Because most of the family physicians, they're going to refer you to people that are specialized in those areas. So it's almost like a funnel, so to speak. Um, you know, you you get a health issue, it, it, it outdoes the area that of expertise of that f- particular physician. So then they funnel you over here to this other specialized uh, person through a referral, and then they see you, and then they give you a plan, and then either they implement that plan, or they might have to send you somewhere else, or they might have to, you know, refer you to a surgeon. It just depends. Um, so that's kind of how that works. Now, let's talk about the area of the online space, okay? You've got a lot of people that, you know, hey, I'm really good at social media, and I want to start my own social media agency. Okay, that's great. Um, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, like a social media strategist, um, that is an area of expertise. That's a good niche, but then you could go down and become even more specialized if you decide to focus on just one specific platform. So instead of focusing on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and all these other platforms out there, maybe you just focus on Instagram, right? So if someone is looking specifically to grow their Instagram, they're going to be more inclined with going through you than someone that does Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Because I'm sorry, you know, if you, it's just like if I drive a, a Mercedes, I'm not taking it to Walmart to get the oil change. That's a that's a $60,000, $70,000 car. I'm not taking it to Walmart to get my oil change. I'm going to take it over here to the Mercedes dealership. I'm going to pay the premium and I'm going to get it done right. Okay. Because I ain't got time for them to be messing something up and then it creates a bigger problem that's going to cost me more money. I'd rather take it to someone that's going to stand behind it and that's all they focus on. They're specialized in that. It's the same thing with with, with the online space. If you're looking to get into anything online, figure out how you can niche down. Okay, There's a saying that goes in the online world. There's riches in niches. And I cannot tell you how true those words are. There are riches in niches. The more niched that you get down, the more specialized you become and the more money that you can make. So one of the things that you also want to take into consideration, because some people might think, well, you know, that's all great, George. But if I just focus on Instagram, what about those people that want Facebook and Twitter as well? Well, that's that's true. But what you got to think about is 
you know, there's a billion users on Instagram, a billion. So there's a lot of traction there. And if someone's wanting to make some money on Instagram or they're wanting to really get to uh, the upper echelon of Instagram, you just need to give them the benefits of what it would take to to build up their Instagram and make Instagram profitable for them. Because you can become very profitable if you have a lot of followers on Instagram because there's a lot of things you can do with that. And so it's your job to... Um, you know, continue to work and and build up your your thing. And the thing is, is that when people see the success from you, um, they're going to be more open to working with you, regardless of if you just you know specialize in one thing or many. Because if you've got twenty thousand followers on Instagram and you've got fifteen thousand followers on Facebook, but you've got thirty thousand followers on Twitter, but you're better on Instagram, but your numbers look better on Twitter. You know, um, if you're if you're focused on all these different areas, you know, pe- people will like that. People will come to you and, and they might want to work with you. But what if you had all those people just on one platform, 50, 60,000 people and you're more specialized on there? You're going to be able to, to charge a premium for those prices as well as, you know, you're going to have more people referring you to them. Right. Um, so that that's one of the things you got to think about. Plus. You know, that doesn't take away from those spaces. You know, they can still hire another ad agency to handle their Facebook or guess what? Maybe they can handle their Facebook and Twitter and you take care of Instagram. There's people that do that. I've hired someone specifically to take care of certain platforms that I just don't want to deal with. I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. So, you know, the more specialized you are, the more money that you can make. Now, let's talk about when you become a generalist, which is someone that does a little bit of everything. So let's say that you're doing the social media thing and you're doing the generalist thing. Um, It can start to take a toll on you, right? Because when you are a generalist, you know, people tend to want to negotiate a little bit more. Um, They want to have you do some things that are a little bit outside of what you do or outside of your level of comfort. But when you are a generalist, people feel that you can do a little bit of everything. They feel that you're like a jack of all trades, like you're like you're uh, a property, um, not a property manager, but but someone that just, you know, like like a you know, a person that works in facilities or, or you know, just someone that comes in, can fix a toilet, can can fix a leaky faucet, you know, can do a little bit of everything. And, you know, those people are very generalized. And it can, let me tell you something about being a generalized thing. It can drive you nuts because, you know, for instance, with me, one of the things that I had to back up on was I had to back up on what it is that I was offering and, and giving to people, right? Because I would have people come to me and say, hey, I want to learn how to make money online. Okay, that's fine. Let's 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 figure out how we do that. And then they might say, okay, I want to also um, get into writing a book, and I, I want to uh, I want to do coaching, and 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 I want to invest, and I want to do all this stuff. And so now, you know, you've got someone that has all these different things that they want to do, and you come up with a plan and strategy. But then when people realize okay, there's a lot of work that goes into this coaching thing. Okay. Three, four weeks in, they're like, Hey, let's switch, let's switch gears. I want to, I think I want to look at becoming, uh, I think I want to go in the speaking route first. And then you done put in all this time and effort into this. And then that just drives you nuts. And then you got the other side of that. Um, when you become someone that, uh, is a generalist, 
Um, you don't want to get yourself into the point to where you're trying to be everything to everyone, right? You don't want to be a Swiss Army knife. And let me tell you why. One of the things that kind of burned me out and that I really had to take a step back from social media and, and live streaming and things like that was because I was too busy. Instead of just being the business coach and the dope coach that I am in the areas that I'm good in, I was trying to be their life coach. I was trying to be a mindset coach. And that's not what I do. And let me kind of clarify this. It wasn't that you know I was looking to try to take on clients that needed mindset um, coaching or life coaching. It's just that I was taking on that responsibility in addition to what it is that I was doing. So I had a lot of people who you know, wanted to do, I want to start a business, I want to make money, but I was trying to change their mindset to accept, okay, it's okay to invest into yourself. You're going to have to pay to start a business. You're going to have to pay to learn how to do this. I was too busy trying to motivate people to change their mindset when it came to investing into these things instead of actually just focusing on the people that already had that mindset and was ready to invest and go into this. So five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes into a broadcast or into a, a, a live stream or a conversation or whatever it is, I may do everything I need to do to get the people that have already got that mindset to commit or to go into what it is that I was offering. But then I go into another 15, 20, 25 minutes trying to change people's mindset and trying to help people uh, understand the mindset of it takes money to make money. And then I totally lost my core audience that was already ready to go 20 minutes ago, right? I've lost them because they're just like, oh, you know, I, he's on this rant now or, you know, he's talking about this and I've, I've, I've got to go do something else. You know, I've, I've got to, uh, you know, I've, I've got to go and I've, I've got my own meetings. I've got a call I got to do. You know, I, I can't be on this broadcast all day. So I had to change that. I had to really take a step back and look at that because, you know, when you try to be generalized and you try to do everything, you try to be everything that your potential clients or customers or audience in this case needs, um, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to get very frustrated and you're going to be um, you're, you're, you're going to be mentally exhausted because you're not going to see the results that you would see in the amount of time that you're investing into it. If you would have just stuck with speaking to your core audience and the people that are already there mentally or wherever it is that you that you're looking to meet them at, um, you you have you know you you don't realize that you were already speaking to them for the first 15, 17 minutes or 20 minutes, right? But then you go another 20 minutes trying to you know, convince the other people that are just kind of like, you know, like, oh, I don't understand this part. You know, they had me until the price came. They had me until there was a cost. You know, that's not your job to change their mindset. That's a mindset issue. And they're going to have to deal with that from, you know, whatever it is that's keeping them from from feeling that they shouldn't invest in themselves. The feeling that, you know, that there's a problem with doing that. That's something that they're going to have to work out uh, with it with an actual life coach or, or, or a mindset coach or whatever type of coach deals with those type of things. So, you know, you want to really be careful with becoming a generalist and trying to be the Swiss army knife for uh, all of your audience. Because here's the thing, you have a, you have an audience and then you have a core slash target audience. 
your target audience is the audience that are already in a place uh, where you're looking to meet them and where you feel comfortable at speaking to those people. Um, that's your, your core targeted audience. And then you have just your general audience. Those are people that are just showing up, right? Those are people that are just there. They're at the right place. They're at, it's, it's the right time. But, you know, they, they like a lot of what you're talking about, but they're not ready to commit. Um, they, it sounds good what you're talking about, but it doesn't sound good enough to invest that into, you know, that that's, uh, you know, they come and and listen, they might come every time you speak, they might show up every time you have a new blog post, they might be there more than your core audience, right? That that's, that's the crazy thing. You might have people come that are there more often than your actual core and target audience comes. But that still doesn't mean that you have to be everything to those people because maybe they're just not in a place to to be working with you at that time. Maybe they're not in a place to where they should be investing. They might have some other things going on that they need to get taken care of before they're even in a place to do that. You know, some of us, we want to see success so quick and soon that we don't want to work on the issues that's keeping us away from it and will continue to keep us away from it um, because we're too busy trying to get to a place to where we have no business being right now because we're not mentally ready yet. So those are the kind of things that you're going to have to think about. And like I said, the more generalized you are, the more flexible you're going to be, which means that the more flexible the money that it is that you're going to be because you, you know, it's going to be difficult for you to introduce you know, a very expensive product to, you know, a, you know, a, a more <clears throat> high ticket item product to people that are used to getting, you know, low cost things from, you. you know, it's just like when you go to a, your general family physician and you pay your $25 copay to see them after you give them your little insurance card. Well, it's going to shock you if they say, Hey, uh, we're going to do some more advanced vital signs on you. We're going to do some more advanced studies on you, but it's going to cost you $500 to do this. And you've got the $500, but you're thinking, no, 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 no. I'm used to paying only $25. All that other advanced stuff sounds good, but, you know, we've been doing okay with what we got here. So we're going to stick with this. You know, it's going to shock them. And then you're, you you done invested in all this money into this highly advanced equipment and you're not able to use it because, you have already trained your audience that this is the normal way. And so whenever they see something like this, it's going to shock them and they're they're not going to realize, hey, you know what? I need that advanced uh, blood work. I need that advanced uh, vitals and stuff like that. Maybe, you know, maybe they can pick up something they're not going to see um, just on the regular thing. They're, they're not thinking about that. So, you know, it's very important for you to develop that niche early on and stick to it. It's going to be very tempting to try to be, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm very good at Instagram, but I'm pretty good at Facebook too. You know, I can get more clients if I offer both. And that could be true. But the thing is, is that, you know, when you start to just dibble and dabble in a few different things, it's going to dilute the product, which is not going to make it as appealing to people at a higher price. The more niche that you are, the more specialized that you are, the more people will gravitate towards you because, you know, the thing is, is that it, it's not going to stop people just because you specialize in Instagram and they're looking to to fix both Instagram and Facebook. That doesn't mean that it's going to stop them from working with you on Instagram. If they're serious about getting Instagram to another level, 
they're going to do it, you know, especially if they know that they can see results and you're the best at what you do and they have the resources to work with you. The people that already have that mindset are going to come and guess what? They're going to be the best people you will work with. Because when people have already made that mindset shift, that's one last thing you got to convince them on. Okay. You got to change your mindset about this. You're going to have to mentally think, okay, you don't have to do that no more. They already got it. So the thing is, it's going to make it so much easier for you to work with. That engagement is going to go a lot smoother. It's going to be less stressful because the thing is, is that you can deal with some clients that make things very stressful for you. And you'll get to a point to where you're like, you know what, even though I'm making good money doing this, I don't even want to do it anymore. I've gotten that way multiple times in my years of being an online business coach to where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. This is one of the reasons I don't coach a lot of people anymore. I used to coach um, multiple people a week. I mean, several people a week. I mean, it was just back to back to back to back to back. And now I see three people a month. And that's by choice. I get people all the time. Hey, I'd love to work with you. Can I can I get in a session? Can I buy a coaching session? No, I'm booked. I'm booked. You're only seeing three clients. That's all I want to see. <laughs> that's all I want to see. So, it, it, you know, whenever you specialize in something, um, you get that luxury. You get that luxury to where you're not sitting up here and exhausting yourself, um, being so much to everyone, because it's nothing like. You go into a session to teach people about A, and then you go into this session and they want to learn about D, and then you go into this session, they want to learn about Y, and then you go into this session, they want to learn about L, and you go into this session, you want to learn about K. By the time you finish, you are so exhausted because your brain has been all over the place that you just don't even want to talk to anybody about anything. You just want to be left alone. That is not a good way to live, guys. It's not healthy. Um, it's not sustainable. Um, eventually, something's going to give. And so it's very important for you to take a step back, niche down what it is that you're looking to do. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, if it's not something that you're sure about which one you should do, hire a coach. Help them let you figure it out and uh, come up with a strategy that works. Because, you know, the thing about it is that uh, the more you spin your wheels, the more exhausting that's going to get and you're never going to start. So this is one of the reasons why it's always good to hire a coach, because you're not going to spin your wheels as often. You're going to have someone that's going to help you have a good takeoff. Uh, you're going to have a good landing and you're going to build confidence because that's what coaches do. They help you build confidence. They give you a strategy. They coach you through it and they help you gain confidence through the process. If you got a good coach, um, you know, a coach does not grow your business. They don't close your business. They don't bring in the money for you and you collect it. That's not what they do. And that's not and, and, and for you looking to be a coach. That's not what you should be doing. If that's the case, you need to be a consultant. That's that's the difference. If you are a coach, you're a co- you are there to help coach and get someone to the place that they want to be and help them get more confident as they get closer to it. Because the main idea of coaching is to is is because people are trying to overcome an area of fear, an area of weakness, an area of unknown or uncertainty. And our job is to help them get more clarity in that area, but also more confidence as they get closer to it. That's the name of the game. So listen, everybody, thank you guys so much for coming into episode 11. Hope that this definitely helped you. Hope that this encouraged you. Uh, remember to check us out on all social media platforms at George Pitts Co. 
Let us know what you think about the episode and what more content you would like to hear. And as we close, as we always tell you, if you are committed to taking care of your money, your money will be committed to taking care of you. Until next time, go out there and monetize everything. Thanks for listening to the Monetize Everything podcast with George Pitts. Visit us at georgepittsco.com for show notes and more resources on how to build wealth, improve your finances, and multiple streams of income all online.